Get jolted into electrifying health and well-being with The Jolt Files. A spark of inspiration that will ignite your body and mind and shock you out of the same old routine. This is The Jolt Files with your host, Katherine Berry. Hello, my name's Catherine Berry from Acupuncture Professional, and I'm here with Matthew Bauer, President of the Acupuncture Now Foundation, to share with you his insights about acupuncture, how it works and how it can benefit you. We've been talking about acupuncture for the treatment of different conditions. Matthew mentioned a number of different organs, looking at the lungs, the heart, the liver and kidneys. So today we're going to explore more about this acupuncture organ system. So Matthew, could you give us an overview of the acupuncture organ system? The ancient Chinese, as far as we know, were less concerned about the physical makeup of the body and much more concerned about its functional ability and understanding that in order for it to function well, it has to be balanced between these opposite forces of yin and yang, which are like these seesaws kind of going back and forth. So they did know about the organs. There's some disagreement about how much of their medical theory was developed from doing dissections and things like that. But obviously they knew the organs were vital to the health, but they had this overarching understanding of nature as being less dictated by the physical substance that we see around us and much more by the dynamics of yin and yang. So the organ systems are, are systems that include the organs, but are the organs are only one manifestation of the yin-yang dynamics that are going on and as they classified those yin-yang dynamics. So, for example, there, there are yin, what basically they call yin and yang organs. The, sometimes the yin organs are, are referred to as being solid um, and the yang organs are referred to as being hollow. But more to the point, the the yin organs were were looked at as the organs that were more directly involved with um, uh, the refining of outside chi of food and air, and then transforming it and refining it into a kind of chi that the body could store and then release and circulate when it needed it. And the yang organs, sometimes called these hollow organs. They, they were more involved with uh, storing and releasing the byproduct of this whole processing refinery system. So uh, every yin organ has a yang organ uh, partner. So every solid organ or organ that's involved with refining the energy has a partner organ that is... Uh, helps to store and release the byproduct, eliminate the byproduct of that refinery system. When you talk about organs, and we've you know m- mentioned a couple. Is this is this the same as what we understand in Western medicine? 
Well, it does include the the organs themselves, but because the ancient Chinese were much more interested in energy dynamics and functional dynamics, it's kind of like the debate about whether form follows function or function follows form. The Chinese were certainly more in the camp that form follows function. So functionality is the thing to be concerned with. And functionality is the dynamics of yin and yang, that things function well when yin and yang are in balance, when their dynamics are in balance. For example, what we call the organ systems really relates to not just the organs, but many other functions and substances in the body that will fall under these main system categories. So like, for example, we have what we call the five main organs, which are the heart, lung, liver, kidney, and really the digestive system, which is often translated as spleen, but most people think it's, it's more the spleen and pancreas sort of system. And then there are also you know, five main sorts of substances, like fluids, like like tears and saliva and, and, and so forth. So the, the ancient Chinese were looking at most everything in the body and saying, whatever we have in the body, we have because of these yin-yang dynamics. And we divide these yin-yang dynamics uh, into these categories of, especially the system was used, was dividing them into five categories which is really similar to the four seasons, the way we divide the, the, the year into the dynamics of the four seasons. The reason they came up with a fifth category was because they were alluding to the fact that as things go from the yang dynamics to the yin dynamics and then back to the yang dynamics, there is a neutral ground that must be passed through a neutral phase. When summer turns into autumn and then autumn turns into winter and then winter turns into spring, there is something between the, the seasons, especially the yin seasons and the yang seasons, where it transitions from one to the next. So that is the fifth category. So they were saying yin-yang dynamics could be understood as being in these five categories. So they took all of the functions of the body, the emotions, the the organs, the different tissues of the body, the muscles and the tendons and you know all these things. And they said all of these are going to be manifestations of these primary five yin-yang dynamics. So when we use organ names, like say the kidneys, we're not just talking about the kidneys, we're talking about the kidney system not only involves those organs, it, that's the yin organ, the yang organ would be the bladder. There's also the five senses, the sensory system that's connected with the yin-yang dynamic that gives us the kidneys is hearing. So by understanding these yin-yang dynamics, it not only helps us understand the organs, but it helps us understand a much, much broader array of the different tissues and functions in the body, including our senses and our emotions. It's, it's really a very deep and profound system 
that says everything happens because of these yin-yang dynamics. Here are the basic five dynamics that's going to include these organs. And so how then does an acupuncturist use this information to either diagnose or treat a patient? Well, taking that example uh, I had mentioned about what we would call the kidney system, that the kidney system not only involves the organ, the kidneys, but it also involves its, its paired organ, the bladder. Um, we, we say in Chinese medicine that the kidneys are the primary, the kidney system is the primary system that's involved in reproduction. We say that the kidney system also has a strong relationship with the hair on the head and with the emotion fear and with the hearing. So here's a very interesting uh, example of this. Now, most people have heard of this and they may think it's just a, a, a kind of urban legend or something, but it, it is actually true that um, it, it's known that like when, when you talk about somebody being frightened and their hair turning white, that, that, that is an, a, an actual phenomena that can happen. And we say, you know, that's a shock to the kidney system that you, you had a very fearful event that caused a disruption in the kidney system and then it affects the hair like the hair turning white. Uh, another example of this kidney system, we say, you know, it has to do with reproduction. It, it, another uh, aspect that it has a strong connection with is the teeth. So something else that's, that's also seen is a real thing is that sometimes when when women give birth to a child that is a real drain on their kidney system and some women when that happens when they give birth to a child then they end up with problems with their teeth their teeth become weak because they have a big drain to their kidney system so we look for all these patterns it helps us in diagnosis if somebody comes in and they they're having like something with their hearing like tinnitus or tinnitus, the ringing in the ear, and they're having some urinary problem, they're having low back pain, they're having reproductive problem. All of these things point to it is the kidney system which which has to do with what we call the water element. It is the full, the strongest yin out of the whole five yin-yang phases it is the main yin phase. So we would look at that and say, boy, that really confirms that there is this, this problem in the kidney system. And then we would start selecting acupuncture points that help to balance out the kidney system. We would have to distinguish in a little more detail. If it's a deficiency, well, you know, what are the dynamics of that deficiency and choose those points. Some of us work with Chinese herbs. There are herbs that are help to build the kidney system. There are foods that can help to build the kidney system. So having this understanding of this, the dynamics that really are the essence of everything that's happening in the body, not just the organs, but the, the senses and these different tissues in the body, this helps us to both confirm our diagnosis and then also leads us directly to things like acupuncture points and herbs and, and diet recommendations, lifestyle recommendations that we can give to then address that system. And when you help that system, it ends up helping all of the things that are connected to it or manifested from it.
Thank you, Matthew Bauer, for that wonderful explanation of the organ system according to acupuncture and oriental medicine. You've been listening to Matthew Bauer, President of the Acupuncture Now Foundation, and Catherine Berry from Acupuncture Professional. Thanks for listening to The Jolt Files, your electrifying source of healthy East meets West wisdom. Zap over to thejoltfiles.com for exclusive content and special offers. And join us on the next episode to get your spark for life recharged.